It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have a special guest in the building. We have some guests, I should say. Stacey Tisdale is here. And you brought some people with you today, Stacey? I did bring some people with me today. We are very happy to have Marcus and Tina, who are a couple that we're going to be taking through an eight-week process to help them get their finances in order, to help them get their debt under control, and everybody's going to be able to learn about their story from a series Angela and I are doing with Wealth Wednesdays called Credit Chronicles, mm -hmm. which we're doing with an app called Self that I know a lot of people really wanted to learn more about, which helps you save money and build credit. And we also are very honored to be joined by Stacy P. So we got Stacy T and Stacy P. <laughs> and Stacy P is a financial well-being coach with Operation Hope. And Operation Hope is, I think, the biggest financial empowerment organization in the world. They have um, curriculum for students, and they have their hope centers all over the country where people can get free credit and financial counseling. So that's why we wanted to bring that to your attention. So between self and Operation Hope, we got y'all covered. All right. Nice. So let's go over uh, the couple here that we have, Marcus and Tina. So... Clearly, you guys are working with Operation Hope and with Self to Rebuild Your Credit, so there must be some financial issues that you have. Because I always hear that financial reasons are one of the main reasons that couples actually end up getting divorced. We do have financial issues. Um, we have student loan and we have some credit cards. That so mm -hmm. how did you get so hurt with credit? Was it when you went to college, they gave you those free credit cards and you rocked them out and then you realized that the interest rates were like 23%? Actually, that was a little bit different than that. Okay, well, what the needs are the, the student loans is is more the the biggest thing there. We didn't go crazy with the credit, but you know it's still there where we we need to work on it. So, mm -hmm. but it's not that way. <laughs> like so how, how much student loan? How much in debt are you guys? The student loan is over a hundred thousand. Student loans are about a hundred thousand. Yes, the credit cards are about ten, twelve. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And when couples get married, you guys have each other's debt, right? Is yes. that right? Is that correct? That Even if correct. one of you has good credit and the other one doesn't matter. That is you correct. get you receive their debt. Yeah. I remember when I graduated out of college and I paid my my my, uh, my school loan off and I was getting a, a refund check and I was so excited and I just got they married and they took it. And I couldn't understand why they took it, but I got married and my wife had had. <laughs> Had student loans and they <laughs> and credit problems and they took all and they that's when, and they took all my money and I was mad but that's what happens when you get married. That's that, interesting. That did you happened guys, to us last year? Yeah. Did you guys discuss that before you get married? Like what financial situation you were in? Yes, I know that he had um, student loan, but I didn't know as he said that they take your um, your tax. Your refund check. Yeah, they take your refund I was looking yeah. for it. We talk about that. Yeah, I was I was honest with her with, with that part before we got married. I was like, I I gotta let you know something. You know, this is my student my situation with the student loans and credit. So. I, I was honest with her. She still decided to marry me, even after all You're that. Good so. <laughs> That's so important because um, so many couples aren't honest with each other before they get married or even in their marriages. I think we were talking about um, we got 13 million Americans committing something called financial infidelity, where uh, like, you know half the millennial population doesn't even know how much their spouse makes. Mm. They don't tell each other about different accounts. They don't tell each other about their debt. Or if you get a bonus. Or if you get a bonus secret. and all that stuff. <laughs> and I remember when I was little, my mom and I would go shopping and we'd hide those bags. My in the mom trunk. sure did that. <laughs> but you know, these two were really honest with each other. And um, that's a lot of people will ask me, you know, should I even date or marry somebody if they have a bad credit score? And the r real truth is, and they're such a great example, anybody 
can get into financial difficulties. Mm -hmm. But if someone's honest with you, and if they're willing to take a plan, it's even a journey you can go on together. That's what's really important. Is that something now, though, Stacey? Do people look at, like, when I was dating my wife, we didn't look at each other's credit or, or anything like that. That wasn't an option. We were just in love. I don't know. Charlamagne, did you, when you and your wife were dating, did y'all look at each other's credit? No. I didn't have no credit when <laughs> yeah, me and my wife first started dating. But I had, it's not I a had conversation? No credit. In fact, in fact, no, she, actually, she actually was one of the people that told me to get a, a secured debit card. The bill credit. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't. It wasn't a conversation. Is that a conversation mm-hmm. you're suggesting people should have now? When they hell yeah, <laughs> Damn, my, yeah. I know hit my boyfriend's credit score and everything. Damn. The stats <laughs> are um, saying that half a millennial. That's important. <laughs> half a millennials. I think. Um, and I think one of our most popular Wealth Wednesdays was when you and Gia came on and you talked about how you kind of but were always. Just a team from the get-go when it came to your finances. You had each other's backs. You did different things. Every person is different. What's going to work for you, what's going to work for Charlemagne, works for them. Some people, it just might be their personality. They want to know everything. But the most important thing is that you want to find someone who's going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I will say, and I can speak to this from personal relationships I've had too, I could say... Every personal relationship I've had that didn't work out, and I, not that I've had very many, but I could tell we had such a hard time talking about money mm-hmm. that it un, that it was really a sign that there were going to be bigger communication problems. Right. And that's what it really comes all about. If you can you have know, unprotected com- sex, you should be able to talk about your credit. Right. <laughs> but um, if you have a hard time talking to somebody about money, <laughs> it's a good indication that you're going to have a hard time talking to them about a lot of things. So that's really... It doesn't matter your, you know, your debt level. You guys, like Charlemagne and me, were, you know, you had a good thing going with your spouses. It doesn't matter all of those things, but it's just an indication. And you know, there's rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. Now, so with the debt that you guys have, is it something that y'all think about a lot? Is it stressful? Is it causing any issues at all? Yeah, we think about it a lot. Um, you know, it's it's always right there in our face every month. You know, with the bill, but. Um, like you were talking about before, me and my wife are very honest with each other. That's one of the biggest things for her. She said, you know, before we got into anything, she was letting me know about honesty with her. So um, as far as, you know, it, it does create a little bit of stress, you know, when, you know, you just have to think like, man, I just got paid. I got to put this much towards this and you barely have anything left over. But it does create a, not issues between us, but it. It's just, a strain. Just because you know it's there, you know, yes. it's it bothers us. But So you guys are taking charge now yes. to try to figure out how can you get things together financially. So let's talk about how Stacy and Operation Hope is helping in the self app also. So Operation Hope, we do a holistic approach when we're counseling individuals because being truthful in your marriage, people need to be truthful with themselves first. And a lot of people are in denial about their financial situations. So Operation Hope... Um, and helping people develop business, not business, um, individual spending plans, um, uh, also known as a budget, but also a savings plan. So we give people the tools to rebuild their financial um, selves um, and creating a legacy. Operation Hope is um, one of the premises is to create a financial legacy. Mm-hmm. And in communities um, with minorities the conversation is just different and so what we do is we give people access to information and to resources and one of the greatest resources that we're finding are through these apps and one app 
that is beneficial is self. And self has a dual benefit in that it helps you to save, but it also helps you to rebuild or build your credit. Mm -hmm. So that's really important. So I just encourage people to um, utilize, if you have the ability, Operation Hope. Of course, we're free. All of our services, long-term, short-term, our services are free. Our workshops are free. Um, but to utilize whatever is out there, whatever resource is out there that makes you comfortable, mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, the apps. And I, I encourage people to journal and that kind of thing. Um, and, again, using an app like Self that helps you track. And Self is good in that it's um, confined savings in that you are committing to a certain amount of money mm-hmm. every month. And it's done um, they would prefer that it's automated so that it's done uh, monthly, automatically. Right, because if you miss one payment. Yeah. But they report it to the, the to most the popular loan is that, like, they'll give you $500 and they'll put it in a CD and you agree to pay right. $25 back a month. That forces people to save money because right. a lot of us use our savings accounts, like checking accounts. Right. So it gives you that support, but it's also reporting those payments to the credit bureaus so you're getting... Um, you know, those are that's positively reflected on your credit profile, right? And your um, overall, eventually, your credit score. We had someone here who started with that app, and they had a credit score. Remember, Sharita, she was homeless, mm-hmm. three sixty two, and it got to the eight hundred level. But everything we're talking about here, it's we're talking about money, but you know, th- there's a lot more to money than money. And one of the biggest problems couples have is we're not really talking about money when they're having fights about money. The way we saw things handled growing up have a big impression on our financial beliefs. So when you're, you have to really lose the notion of right and wrong when you're talking to your spouse about money because if you're saying something like you're a terrible spender or you do this, you do that, you're essentially saying your mama Mm -hmm. because that's where they, you know, got that coming back. That's Mm -hmm. why money conversations get so heated. These two are also a good example. Our culture plays a lot in our financial behavior system. Take, for example, I know an African-American woman who's married to a Caribbean man and he came to the United States as an immigrant so he came to the United States wanting to get an education he came to the United States to build wealth and was able to do that African Americans have a you know history of systemic racism discrimination that's prevented them from building wealth so a lot of times you know you'll see that play out in the relationship. You have to examine, okay, what are those different attitudes? What are those different habits? And how do we get past them? But the most important things for couples to remember is you're not talking about money when you're talking about money. It's it's a wonderful opportunity to open up and take your relationship to a deeper level. You got to talk about, you know, what are those things you saw about spending and investing growing up? Here's what I think. Here's what's different. Stacy, I mean, Tina and Marcus are parents. One thing I tell all parents to get on the same page, ask yourself, what are the five most important things that we want to teach our kid about money? And what do we have to do to change our own behavior to walk the walk and be that example? And those things help you get on track. So money can really help you deepen your relationship at every level. Or again, it can show you where things might not work out because if you can't talk to somebody about that and if they're not being honest to you about that, 
then you might have some bigger issues down the line. And while you talk about cultural differences, according to statistics, they also say that black immigrants end up being economically better than uh, black African-Americans here in the United States. Absolutely. Charlemagne and I talked about that a lot when we had Roger Ferguson here a couple um, weeks ago. Black immigrants, you know, a lot of... What's interesting is the black immigrant communities in the United States, they keep their money in their communities. Like they're, they're creating business, they're very entrepreneurial and they do business with each other. African-Americans, we've just had this history of having things stolen from us, you know, financial services industry ripping us off, things like redlining, all these different things. And it's left a psychological toll where it's affected our belief about ourselves, it's affected you know, our trust in the financial services industry. So if I'm not mistaken, when you two got married, you had debt, she didn't. Correct. Right. That's right, true. correct. Just those different attitudes. A lot of immigrants, you know, they have different attitudes about, you know, debt and savings and investing. Mm-hmm. And all that plays out in our financial experience. But again, what our message here is always to African-Americans to remember about themselves that the wealth that we've created in face of all of this stuff just shows what we're really made of and our, what our resilience. And if we take these deeper dives into money, where we I so appreciate you all giving us the opportunity to do, you can learn what you're really made of and that self-worth has got nothing to do with net worth. So can anybody sign up, like how, we got, how we're doing Credit Chronicles, right? Can any couple sign up to get this counseling and get their finances back on track? Right, so if they um, go to Operation Hope's website, and um, we have coaches again throughout the country. Um, and it's free. And Puerto Rico, right. And it's free. And so you can go on and you can find a coach in your area. Um, and the individual's commitment, the couple's commitment is the coach's commitment. And again, and it's free. Um, and it's based on the drive of the client. I call my clients my client family. Mm-hmm. Because it is, like Stacy T said, it is more, it, there's... You're talking about more than just their finances. So you're talking about what's going on in the home, what's driving it. You're talking about how the family, how they grew up and that kind of thing. So it's really a holistic approach Mm -hmm. to being financially well. All right. So, Tina, let's say you go out and you want to make a big purchase. Uh, Maybe you want to buy yourself, let's say, a new purse. Just that's not happening right now. Hey, I'm just asking the question. <laughs> I was right? speaking for him. We, we can't handle that right now. <laughs> but let's just say you're like, okay, I want to purchase something. It's $2,000. What? Do you check with Marcus before you make a purchase? <laughs> I normally don't make big purchases because I try to coupon everything. <laughs> she is so a coupon person. You said a wait. whole $2,000. <laughs> I probably, but normally I talk to him. If it's something that major, yes. Marcus, and what's your response if she wants to do something? Are you ever like, no, that's not a good idea? Or do you guys splurge sometimes and say, okay, get it? Baby, you deserve it. <laughs> Baby needs You milk. deserve it, man. It's Valentine's Day. You want I to mean, get yourself something she, nice. Like, she definitely communicates with me everything. Like, I'll be at work. She'll call me three, four, five times in a row to let me know, hey, I'm, I'm catching this sale. I'm catching this coupon. And it's like like she said, nothing really too crazy. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I kind of understand, like, she's what she tries to get is things that we really need. Like, hey, I'm getting food for the baby. I'm getting this, you know. 
Uh, you ain't gotta call so, me that so, though. So, so she did call you. Anything and say, she's spending, she kind of lets me know though. That's that's kind of what, <laughs> what, what if she told you she wanted to spend two thousand dollars on a purse? How would you react? I'd be like, where we got two thousand dollars from? But now, do you guys have a so do you have a joint bank account and you guys make all your payments for everything out of that account, or do you and we, do you also have separate accounts? How does that work? Uh, we have a joint bank account and we do have separate, yes. but um, we know about it. Mm. Um, I'm right now. I'm I'm working, so I kind of just pay what the what the bills are. Um, I just try to as soon as the check comes in, hey, this is rent, this is car payment, whatever we have to do. I kind of just send it out there, try mm-hmm. to get it done immediately. So there's not much left after that. But. So what are the goals for you guys? I know part of it is to get out of debt, but what are the other goals that you have financially? Uh, for sure, one is. To just to get more knowledge and education, I feel like the more you know, then the better you'll be able to take care of yourself. So mm-hmm. that's what I tend to grasp from it, or I want to get from it. And you know, honestly, to also take a vacation and not worry financially—that would be nice. You know, have a family vacation and um, help take care of our families. You know, that would be nice and learn things that our parents doesn't know, right. so we can impart it on our kids and our siblings and things like that. So that's that's something that I would definitely like. Man, I wish was, this was the kind of show where we gave away prizes like vacations and stuff. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> well, for all of you out there who are <laughs> We wish that too, you know what I'm saying? I do. No, but you guys are, I mean, they're very good communication and all that other stuff. But it was really the student loans. I know you were telling me you were the first right. generation in your family to go to college. And you didn't understand private student loans. Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm the I'm the eldest of my you know my and my family. I'm the first from my parents, and both of them you know from not from America, so they didn't get like you know this type of education. So I'm the first person to go to school, and originally I wasn't even gonna go to school. I wanted to do the military, and then I spoke with people, and they were encouraging me, no, you know, you should go to school, you know. And I'm like, how am I gonna take care of it? And they're like, yeah, you could get loans, you get. And I didn't know anything about that stuff, mm-hmm. and they encouraged me to do it, and I you know I got a. Uh, NJ class loan, I think it was, which was a private loan, and I didn't know what the difference between a private loan and like the 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 federal one, and that's a whole nother story in itself. Sheesh. But yeah, so <laughs> that put me in a, in a little situation there. But. Tina, was there any hesitation on your part, being that you didn't have any debt at all? Was there any hesitation where you like, well, maybe we should clear this up before we get married? Like, what were your thoughts beforehand? Um, definitely. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, definitely there was because as I'm not used to that. Um, I'm from the Caribbean, I'm Jamaican, so I'm used to just you know working, pain, working, pain, and so I'm not used to when he told me how much it was. I had to think about it, right. but you know I I love him, so I figured it's something that we would be able to tackle together. So mm-hmm. and when you guys plan for your wedding then. How does that happen when you're like, okay, I know we're taking on this debt, but we are getting married. How did the wedding happen? Because I know some people are hesitant, mm-hmm. knowing that they have financial responsibilities, to spend money on something like a wedding. I had a good saving. Okay. I um I had a good saving, and he helped. I'm not saying I have a good saving and he didn't help, but I was I had a good saving. Mm-hmm. We dip in. That's a good woman right saving. there, man. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you guys got married, uh, we well, for you, Envy, because you got married a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Financially, were you guys in a good space when you had to plan your wedding? Yeah, no, I was in a good space. I was mm-hmm. DJing, so I had mixtape money and <laughs> everything was was good. I, I, I you know, the, the hardest for me was just paying off the loans. I just really didn't care about those loans at the time. I didn't. I was. I just graduated from college. I didn't care about loans. I didn't care about credit cards. I didn't care about anything. I just thought they go away when you graduate. Right. And then when you try to buy something, finally, you'd be like, well, your credit scores are 280. And you'd be like, why? And they'd be like, you have all this debt. And then you got to go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why, you know, I'm really focused in, in pushing my kids to to do things now that they don't have those problems. Like, that's why my daughter, she she owns her own property at this age. So that property can pay for her school loans and do things like that, like she said, that I didn't know about. You know, my mm-hmm. parents never taught me because they didn't know. Right. So the fact that I have, you know, the knowledge, I'm trying to teach them early so they know. And I really, you know, don't want her to go to the college that she wants to go to. I want her to go to another college where they want to give her a free ride, but she wants to go to this other college. But, <laughs> sorry, that's just personal. But um, I just, you know, you just try to teach your, your kids early so they know and, and they get the, the knowledge that we get. All right. right. Well, when you know Absolutely. better, you do better. There right? you go. Yep. Well, right. good luck, guys. Thank yeah, you. we'll be Thank watching it. So Where can much. we watch these Credit Chronicles again? We're gonna um, Credit Chronicles are going to be on Every Wealth Wednesday. Um, you can watch them on the Breakfast Club YouTube channel. And we're going to be following them for eight weeks, and we want everybody to be part of this process. And go to um, power 105fmcom um, Yep, website, and look <laughs> for um, self and one of one winner out there is going to get $5,000 towards their own debt load, which mm. we, they're gonna use that money towards their debt load. So we wanna build a family, we wanna build a community over the next eight weeks, and as they get better, we're gonna get better, and we're also gonna give one of you in the audience $5,000 to help you get better. Yeah, that's great, and I'm sure everybody can use the lessons that you guys will be learning along yes, the way for, sure. for themselves too, so that will be really helpful to people. We, yeah, as we're absolutely. all trying to get better, economically, financially savvy, yeah. and get out of debt and get those credit scores up. Give yourself some credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you so thank much you. for having mm-hmm. us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.